It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. It'll be Gregor that sends it back to center ice. Uh-oh, could have been trouble there, but Carlson poked it forward. Two on one with Hurdle. Here comes Carlson down the right wing side, holds it, throws it in front, Hurdle shoots, he scores! Hurdle going in the net, finishes his off, and Carlson with all types of time and patience slows the game right down, finds Hurdle in front, and Hurdle just takes two whacks at it. First one doesn't go in, sticks with it, finishes it off with a nice one, and the Sharks come out on top. Tomas Hurdle, the game-winning goal. He has one goal and one assist, and his point-scoring streak is now at eight games. Wow, what a finish. The Sharks get the two points they desperately needed. And it is a victory for San Jose. You know, there is, I can say not, nothing bad about like where we live and like about people, uh, the Sharks organization, they've been like from day one, always nice to me and, and started, you know, with the teammates. I got through some great players, you know, Jumbo, Puff, Party. I can learn from one of the best guys in the, in the game and they helped me out through to get you know, player what I'm right now. And I really thank them too for when they get me. And from day one, I couldn't say better or about, you know, the organization, how they give me chance for first, right away from the first season. And, and really excited to, I can keep it going here. Eight more years of Tomas Hurdle, a big, big announcement from the team yesterday. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing? Yes, that was the word that came down yesterday afternoon. My phone started blowing up, and all of a sudden there was news that Tomas Hurdle had signed an eight-year contract extension with the San Jose Sharks and that there was going to be a press conference at 6 o'clock in the evening. We're going to bring you some sound from that on this show. We are going to bring you an exclusive interview, as Dan Rusinowski did get to sit down with uh, Mr. Hurdle yesterday and we're just going to talk about what this really means for the Sharks and that's where I want to start out and that's I think one of the most important things to recognize here is how much this means in terms of the quote-unquote reset that the Sharks have been going through over the past couple of years and right now they are obviously on the outside looking in but this was a move to solidify the direction that the Sharks were going in and I know that there have been a lot of people who have questioned which way it's been going or how they're going to go about it but this shows you they do not want to have some sort of a long-term process to get themselves back into the fray of the postseason. This tells the rest of the league. This tells free agents. This tells existing players on the team that they are trying to solidify core pieces like a Tomas Hurdle to get themselves back into that postseason fray. Because when you are trying to sell another free agent on coming to San Jose, when you are trying to send a message to potential players around the league, you point to something like Tomas Hurdle. And you say, we just locked him up long-term, combined with the long-term contract that we have with an Eric Carlson. And then, of course, we start thinking about the long-term future of Timo Meyer, but it probably indicates to Timo Meyer 
the direction that this team is headed. And I think that in terms of projecting a message, in terms of telling the rest of the league, in terms of telling the entirety of the team, the entirety of the organization, and the entirety of the fan base where the team is headed, this is one of those moves that does that. This is one of those lock up your guy to make sure you have talent here as long as you can. Because listen, you have eight years of Tomas Hurdle. He's got the type of body. He's got the type of ability. He's going to be playing at a high level for a long time. We know at what sort of a level he's been at up to this point of his career. And we know what he can continue to do going forward. So I think very exciting news very, very indicative of the direction of the franchise, and just overall a feel-good story. Since the minute Tomas Hurdle arrived with this franchise, whether it was the fun must be always, whether it was the ninja hurdle, whether it was going between his legs and eliciting one of the best remarks in the history of the Sharks franchise from one Joe Thornton, everything that we associate with Tomas Hurdle has been um, you know, almost unanimously positive. The only thing we can associate is negatives, uh, would be, you know, the knee injuries. But that, you know, that's a part of sports. That happens. That's life. Otherwise, Tomas Hurdle has been one of those bright spots, one of those joyous occasions in sports where you watch a player and you just have so much fun. There's never a negative connotation with Tomas Hurdle. There's never something where you don't... You always look at Tomas Hurdle. He's always smiling. He's always having a good time. He's always... Just kind of a, a goofy, unique individual, but always in the best way because he's such a fierce competitor and he wants to win so badly. He wears his heart on his sleeve. It's something we've talked about time and time again this year is how he's almost a little bit too transparent with the emotions that he's feeling, that he's almost a little bit too you know open about his frustrations if he's not scoring, if he's not producing. And I, I don't believe... That is a show in any way, shape, or form. I don't think he's, you know, laying it on so that teammates can see that it's upsetting to him. I think Tomas Hurdle, when he is not scoring in every single game, when he is not registering points, I think it eats away at him. I think he has such a high level of expectations for his own game that if he's not meeting them, I think it kind of it gets to him. And I think that's why we do see that emotion. And sometimes, you know, he's slamming the door as he gets to the bench, or we see him, you know, just kind of looking around and having that angry look at his face uh, where he looks frustrated. And I think that comes from a desire to want to be in every single shift, the high caliber player that he knows he is capable of being. And I think that that also sends a message to the rest of the team. And they all know that Tomas Hurdle expects that much of himself. And that's where the rest of the team should be in terms of their mindset, what they should be expecting from themselves and what they should be doing to try to get this team back to the top and back where the expectations are from the fan base, from the front office, from the players in the dressing room. They all know that Tomas Schertl is one of those guys that came in to a Sharks team that was at the top of the league and that he wants to be a part of that process to get the Sharks back to being one of the top teams in the league. So exciting news for the Sharks, exciting news for Tomas Schertl, and of course for the fan base, again, it's indicative of where this team is headed. We're going to get into some of the sound from Joe Will. We're going to get into some of the sound from Tomas Hurdle out of the presser. But first things first, we have an exclusive interview. Dan Rusinowski last night sat down with Tomas Hurdle and just went over where he has been over the course of his life and getting to this process where he signed just a landmark contract for him and, of course, for the franchise. Tomas, congratulations. This is a big moment in your hockey career, but it's also a big moment in your life, isn't it? 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm so excited. You know, I can be Sharks for another 80 year, you know, but it's it was, you know, one of my probably biggest decisions in my life because uh, you, you have this opportunity just once in life and and it was a lot of thinking the last couple, you know, weeks and and, you know, I'm really happy how everything end up, end up and I can be for another eight years Sharks. When you think about this and you go back to when you first put skates on and went on the ice, uh, you've been through a lot in your life. You've been through injuries, you've been through challenges, you've been through times when you weren't necessarily sure if it was going to work, and then you've been through the glory of having a, a great game like you had the other day with four assists to Timo Meyer's uh, five-goal game or the four-goal game you had against the Rangers. It's, it's amazing what you've already been through, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Uh... You know, can lie. It's like a long journey. You know, it just don't start. You know, when I, but it's from my young, young age. You know, I dedicate everything to do hockey. My family dedicate everything to hockey. You know, my parents, they never have, you know, a lot of money, so they always just put everything they can so we can have skates, stick. You know, they never really like buy for themselves. So it's always huge thanks for them. It's nice to you know kind of give them back now because they did so much for me over the years and and you know it was a lot of practicing a lot of workouts and and it's still it's coming up but like it was long journey for sure like you know got to the league you know everything was fine you got hurt you know and and a couple times but I'm happy I never stopped belief and I was even pushing myself and every time I got hurt I even come back better so so I'm proud of that too. I want to ask you about your mom and dad. Did either of them play much sports? Did your dad play hockey when he was growing up? Uh, he was just play like a little bit, you know, but not like on high level. He was like playing more probably soccer, but never like high level because never parents put him on. She just did like some athletic stuff, but like never like high level either. So, so they just started like because my brother is older, so they put him okay on the hockey. I was after him, and and they just love it, and they stay with that. But they never like play professionally. Now your brother, that's Yaroslav, right? Yeah. He's played professionally too in Europe, didn't he? Uh, he actually he kind of retired like two years ago because if he got like probably three times more injury than me, so he got tough time too. So uh, he helped me a lot too, you know, because when he was younger. He always has to carry me everywhere, so we play hockey together. So that's, I think, kind of helped me too because he's four years older and he always pushed me because I want to be better than him. I, when I was like 10 and he was 14, which is like really big difference at age, but always pushed me, you know, be and, uh, better than his friends and, and play better. So so he he had for sure helped me all because my mom always like, hey, take your brother. Sometimes he don't mind, but sometimes I don't want to carry this little baby, you know, so, so it's... Nice to just give them all the family, you know, they did for me. And when you're four years younger than the other guys you're hanging out with, it's really hard for you to compete. So that makes you more competitive, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. You know, it's it was always hard because they faster, they bigger, they everything. But it's I, you know, I am so competitive. I hate losing. That's the one thing on me. I hate losing in any sports. If even if you put me playing tennis and you play against Federer, I'll be still mad I lost the game, it, it, even if it's impossible to beat him because I'm so competitive and I love to winning. So 
even that age, I always want to win and uh, hate losing. You know, probably day I, I lose, I was probably I was crying because I want to be better and I want to win. So I think that was always pushed me hard. Now we know that Yarmir Yager was a big hero of yours growing up. It's a famous picture of you, the same poster of him at uh, around your draft time. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but uh, one of the first guys from. Czechoslovakia, either of the two countries that played in the NHL, was Stan Mikita. He was born in Slovakia and he played 22 years in the NHL for the Chicago Blackhawks. Were you guys aware of players like that when you were growing up? Oh, uh, that's uh, maybe maybe like too far. You know, it was back then. It's still for me, it was tough to follow NHL because it wasn't social media, it wasn't much. The hockey was just sometimes on the TV, and it was early in the morning. So with me, like the NHL, like you kind of like know more the you just know from the history, but like you know more, you know, uh, Jager, Hasek, Elias, you know, and all like the kind of these guys, they've been like still kind of almost like play, you know, they when they ended the career, they still, you kind of still play against them, but that's the players you're growing up. But you were able to actually skate with Jager actually at one point. What was that experience like given how much you respected him? Yeah, it was super cool, you know, World Championships. Actually, he was on my line, you know, and like you follow him all these years and after later you're playing same line with him. So it was super incredibly uh, experience just be on ice with him, score goal with him, celebrate with him and and it's come like kind of dreams come true, you know, when it's like your hero from young age and after you can play with him. After you scored that four goal game against the Rangers and then you were injured later that season in that uh, contact in the LA game, you really trained and, and worked really hard to get back into good shape and you built an engine basically yeah. that, that runs you right now. Mike Potenza, a big part of that with his training, but what about the importance of that and how important that is for you in the next eight years to remain healthy and to be at your best for at a very high level? Yeah, you know, it's not easy when you get hurt. I got hurt a couple of times, but, you know, it's not easy in your, for your head too, but you have to fight it. And I think I did pretty good job. And I think actually make me stronger. So even like I prove it myself, even you never want to get hurt, but you know, if it's happened and if you just put every work and you just stay with it, you know, you can come back and, and be even better. And I think it's kind of always happened with me, even after kind of serious injuries you you show it you can come back and and uh, doesn't like slow you down so i'm really proud of that and and if you know you never know but hopefully you know you knock on the boot and never happen again but you you know if you work you always can come back and it just even make you stronger don't you think it's the same for teams? You know, the Sharks haven't made the playoffs for two seasons in a row going into this year, and they build their way back the same way. Oh, I, I believe it 100%. You know, I think my second year we miss playoff. Next year we mean, you know, we almost got the cup. You know, so let's prove it. Like the league is so close, so challenging. You know, every teams like some teams are. You know, Montreal last year was finalists. Today, they you know one of the they have the less points in the league almost, you know, so the league is so close now, so challenging, so uh, you have to just work in hard and you can get right back. It's a lot of work, but how much fun do you still have out there? Oh, you know, it's, I love it, you know, it's, we're doing the best job and we love it, you know, it's just, we're so lucky we can play hockey, uh, like our, you know, job and at the same time with sports and play for the fans, you know, and and it's I'm scoring goals, celebrating with your teammates. It's just the best part of the game, especially after games when you win. 
everybody are happy, good mood, music. It's nothing is better than that. It also seems like you have a special relationship with all the fans in San Jose. Does, do you feel that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think from first moment, you know, even with my really broken English, you know, we connected and and you always try give the fans back because they part of it. You know, they that's why we can play the sports because the fans and I really appreciate it. And they've been from day one really nice to me. And and you uh, you, you want to give them back, you know, the, their love. The Sharks took a step forward this year and have taken a step forward. You're playing good hockey. You've still oh, got a long way to go to get to the Stanley Cup. But give us your idea about the responsibility that you now have signing that contract, being a part of the solution here for the next eight years. Give us a thought about the responsibility and what that means and how you propose to take it. Yeah, you know, it's uh, Sharks didn't sign me for eight years, just be like kind of back, like the fifth guy. They want me one of the leader. They want me carry the team. And and I know I can do it. And I have to still work on my game. I want to still be better. You know, I want to still help more young guys. And it's a lot of responsibility, but I'm ready for that, you know. And and I love challenges, you know. That's one thing I, I wanna I wanna do it, you know. So so I will do it. Everything what is in my heart, everything just get the back. You wanna just get the team back on the tracks, make it back to the playoff, and 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 just again win win in more and more games. And and I know Sharks have big faith in me because they give me the unreal deal. And you wanna give the Sharks organization and fans, you know, everything is what you can back. Also, you've got amazing teammates, you know, it's a really good dressing room in there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you know, it's it's for sure changed a lot. You know, we still have some, you know, guys are starting playing here, but we get a lot of uh, good young guys, and that's really important. You know, when you get good locker room, it's it's everything makes it a little bit easier. What about for your family, the fact that San Jose is your home? I mean, it, it, this is the one city that you really know. You met your wife and brought to her here from, from the Czech Republic. You weren't married at the time. Now you have a, a family. Uh, tell us about that and, and what it means to you to, to have San Jose as your home. Yeah, it's, I think it's, I'm lucky I can be in one you know, city for that long, and it's incredible. You know, it's started from people. Even people around the hockey, you know, we got now friends around the hockey, and they are really nice to, uh, they really nice to us, and you know, every everybody who come from my family, you know, they like, you know, the area, they love to go, you know, like San Fran, they like just to be there, and and you know, me and wife, you know, when we like we didn't know when was the point, like we don't know what will happen, it will be kind of like end of the day sad to leave, but everything worked out, and we're really happy, you know, we can be here and. Hopefully, maybe we will have another kid, you know, that our kids be born here and growing up. So it's we really lucky. Well, I think uh, the Sharks are lucky to have somebody like you. And uh, we really are honored that you want to be here for the next eight years. Congratulations. It's really special. And uh, let, let's go Sharks. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hurdle is one of those guys who you can hear the smile in his voice when he's talking. And again, it feels like every moment with Tomas Hurdle is a positive one. And not that you don't have these positive feelings around, you know, Timo Meyer or Logan Couture or Brent Burns or an Eric Carlson. But with Hurdle, it's just, it's so unique. And I think that he does have a unique relationship with the fan base. I think that he has a unique relationship with the game of hockey. And I think that to watch him play, you know, almost every game of his career, you know, I, I can't think of many games that I haven't seen him play, but watching his career 
build to this point. It's something that makes you feel good. We always want to see athletes put themselves in the position to sign these big contracts that secure their financial future. And with Tomas Hurdle, you, you know, you feel like it's it's a win for everybody, and you feel that you know he has this excitement. So it, it's it's a rare feel good moment for everyone. That's not necessarily a quote unquote win. You know, when you when you win a game, of course, everybody feels good. You know, contracts and the business side of things, it's kind of not superfluous, but it's something that you do not generally hold an emotional attachment to. But watching the reactions on social media and watching what people had to say, it's just it's unique. That's what Tomas Hurdle. He elicits a joyful reaction from others because he exudes so much joy himself. Um, I do want to get into some of the sound from the press conference that was last night. Joe Will, Tomas Hurdle both spoke. Um, I think one of the important things that Hurdle spoke on was why sign this deal as opposed to going out and looking at free agency. Well, you know, I couldn't lie. It was, you know, a lot last you know, month and and it was a lot of talking and and uh, thinking and everything. And, and especially over the last, you know, two weeks, we got, you know, just a uh, great talk with Joe and, you know, with the team and, and you know, it's, we, we can look like it wasn't like easy last couple of years, but I think we already this year proved it. We, we can play good some hockey and, and, you know, my heart was always here, you know, at home in, with Sharks and, and uh, I wasn't really like want to leave, you know, but, you know, you never know because it's still end of the day is business, but I'm really excited to be here, sign for for many years and be sharks, but you know, and and we talk and, and I see still big future for me and I, I uh, and I can I think really help to the team and and we know what we have to do to go back to the playoffs and and I don't think anybody rebuilding here, you know, we know we need a couple of pieces and get there, but I think we already really improved this year. And of course, we look at the other side of this, which could have been a move involving Tomas Hurdle. It doesn't sound like that was ever in the plans for the San Jose Sharks, even though Joe Will said that they were, quote unquote, always listening. But he had this answer when asked about what the market may have yielded for a Tomas Hurdle. Yeah, we've always been committed to signing him to this contract. Uh, we we didn't even look at the market really it, as far as this, it wasn't a, a give or take. It was it was fully committed to signing him here because we recognize the importance of a of a top line center. And now we, you know, again for for a long period of time, we have two of them in 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 uh, Tomash and Logan, and that's uh, that's our building block right there uh, down the middle. Uh, so that was our, our commitment first and foremost. We are you know recognizing the market and and now's the time and players are going for picks and prospects. But again, at that that time, that's a different direction for the organization. That's uh, you know taking a step backwards and and, and building and such. And this is uh, you know this is a commitment to a winning now, a commitment to pushing forward. And uh, and quite frankly, is you know Tomash is a known quantity in that number one center position uh, along with uh, Logan, and they're extremely extremely hard to get uh, no matter what you have in picks and prospects. Obviously the unknown is always relatively intriguing. And I don't mean that in the sense of Joe will, but it's like, you don't know what a trade could bring. You don't know what player you could be acquiring. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be necessarily good and or bad. 
But with Tomas Hurdle, this is a proven commodity. This is someone you can point to and you know what they are going to bring to the table in any given game. And I think that with Hurdle, and I asked him about this during the press conference, it's important to take into account the way that he feels about the franchise. I think that he acknowledges what he came into and how he wants to get them back to that point. And I asked him about that. Yeah, that's hundred percent. You know, it's exactly you say. I came to the league, and there was one of the top already leagues in, teams in the league, and you know, was winning a lot of games. You know, it was a lot of big names, and and now it's in a little different process. But you know, uh, uh, I got nine years behind me, and I know I'm part of the leadership group in our this team, and and uh, and I want to change that. You know, with guys we had here we want to help young guys to get better and we want to carry the team so uh i i knew it's a little different situation maybe years back but uh i'm ready for that and i i know it's responsibly but i have to that's why i have to work it every day and and on the ice of the ice and and just getting better because it's you know sharks put me a lot of faith and 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 you can just lay down you have to even doing more and, and just try to get even better. And I also asked about how he imparts that to the young guys to make them understand what the level of expectation is with the franchise. Yeah. You know, like they knew it's, it's, it, they, sh- many guys saw it, you know, like you can say like Leno, you know, he started last year, he come to the league, he play and, and after you kind of hit the wall and it, it's, you, you will find it's not easy. You know, sometimes when you get to the league, the first couple of games is, seems like really easy and like every goal is coming for you but when you hit a wall you're playing the best league in the world so you have to get better and you have to just keep pushing yourself if you want to stay in the league and that's why that's about us you know I think we can still do a little better job and push the younger guys and and we have to be the perfect example for them. And beyond that Will talked about the message that this does overall send to the room. Oh, absolutely and you know at the end of the day it's uh you know, it's one thing to be to have a collection of of, of, of good people, which we we certainly do. Uh, we've always been known to to have a you know a, a lot of uh, good players and, and good team guys there, but also to have that high level of of compete. And and I've seen that this year with this group. And uh, and so I think I think we we've, we've started, and that's a you don't have much if you don't have that high level of compete. Uh, we're working on that. We've made some strides with, uh, uh, and you can see it in the players, uh, how they play for each other. And, uh, and, and that's, that's cause they, they truly do care for each other. And, and, and you can, you know, when you play well together as, as a group, it, you know, special things can happen. I think Tomas feels that, but, and, and we've done that for a number of years with the sharks and it's just kind of getting that, that feeling back of, of, uh, uh, you know, that the group is playing as one and everything else. So Eric's absolutely right in saying that we have a lot of work to do. We do, uh, you know, to to get back in, but then to build a championship uh, level. And, and he's not the only one. Uh, you know, we have some very hard and transparent conversations uh, back and forth where we put it on the table. You're not going to get better unless you do. There's there's when you don't make the playoffs, when you, uh, um, you know, when you fall short of, of winning at all, you you have hard conversations. And 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 part of it is, is that, you know, we uh, we we have to have that fire, that competitive level. Uh, I, I think the way the team played this year, that's that's coming back and, and we'll, you know, 
it's it's up to management to uh, you know uh, secure players to to have players in the right positions at the right talent level, and then uh, um, you know it's up to the coaches make the best out of it, and it's up to players to hold each other accountable. So it's really it's 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 all of us together, and that's what we've talked about. But here's part of that overall message: it is the established pillars of Hurdle and Couture and Burns and Carlson and Meyer. But you also look at who's next: Eklund. Bordalo, Weisblatt, Will spoke to how far off those guys are. Well, it's a deeper prospect pool. So the likelihood that somebody's going to emerge, you know, usually if I, if I say yeah, player X, then it's player Y that jumps up or vice versa. It, it always seems to happen that way. Uh, uh, the, the one you think it's, it's always the, the other one that, that maybe you just worked a little hard in the summer or whatever. Um, I think with the, the group of prospects, it, it's just a better group, a, a better pedigree, better accomplishments, everything else, you know, they're, they're quite frankly, they're a lot of them were picked higher and, and that's a, what we hadn't necessarily had, you know, a few years ago it was, it was more free agents and, and later on picks and, and, you know, kind of a little, little short on the first, uh, second, third, fourth round, uh, type, type picks within there. And now, now that we have that, uh, you know, history tells you the likelihood is, is much greater and by their performance, as you look, you know, with the, with the Brandon Coe's leading the, uh, uh, or being a league leader most of the year in the Ontario league, uh, Gushkin's up there, uh, uh, Robbins is up there, you know, Bortolo with his, his, uh, tremendous work over the past few years at Michigan and, and, uh, and Eklund who we saw here and, and, uh, Ozzie Weisblatt, um, you know, who's a, uh, a very competitive player as well. It, it's, it's, uh, you know, that, that group there, uh, we saw Eklund here last year. I don't know why he couldn't, you know, come back in and just plug into how he was. We saw him, he was able to play at this, at this level last year. Uh, we just felt that, uh, you know, the history tells us at 18, it's a little bit young, you can get hurt and other things. So, so I think coming back in his, in his 19 year old uh, uh, year is, is, is probably more likely to, uh, uh, to take a jump. And then again, Bortolo two, two good years of Michigan and, and the other uh, players being league leaders. So I think it really could be, uh, any of them, but on the other hand is we're not going to over promote and we're not going to, we're not going to really, um, uh, plug them in, uh, uh, before they're ready. So we'll use the Barracuda as we need to as well. So a big move for the San Jose Sharks yesterday in terms of the here and now and the future as they lock up Tomas Hurdle long-term. Of course, we all start thinking about Timo Meyer next. We will see where that goes. But again, very, very exciting time for the San Jose Sharks. And again, this sends a very clear message about where this team is headed in the near term and in the long term. That wraps it up for this edition of Sharks Hockey Digest. Be sure to check out our recent podcast here on Sharks Hockey Digest about the return of Joe Thornton to San Jose, hosted by our very own Dan Rusinowski. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app, presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yen. Thank you.